What's it called? Advisors Ask. Well, I love that. So today we're going to talk about organizations and um, university-sponsored events. And so the, the idea that you're paying for your friends is, uh, um, it's kind of blase, blase. All right, all right, all right. All right, now what? Thank you to the Department of Communication at West Texas A&M University. This is Advisors Ask, coming at you from KWTS Podcast Suite. In our space, we pride ourselves at being more than schedule makers. Don't forget to reach out to us on our social medias with questions or topics you'd like to explore. Follow us at WTANU Advising Services on Facebook and at WT Advising Services on Instagram. I could pee again, probably. <laughs> I'm your host, Candace Copeland, along with... Herschel Neal. And um, this is Advisors Ask. Today we have a special guest, Vice President of Student Affairs, Dr. Chris Thomas. Hello. How are you today? I'm very good. I'm good. very good. So today we're going to talk about organizations and um, university-sponsored events. So, Dr. Thomas, why should students be involved? It's a it's a great question. Um, <clears throat> there is nothing better uh, in the university setting than finding your team and uh, and learning from other people. Uh, we often talk about all all the things that happen inside the classroom, and I would challenge that and say that the real magic and growth in college happens outside of the classroom. And uh, uh, student organizations, campus activities, and involvement is a crucial component uh, to that. So, very good. So, um, in what ways can being a part of an organization help a student? Sure. Um, a classic, uh, a classic adage: um, uh, People come in, they have an aptitude, uh, they're looking for a skill set, um, and so they can find a professional association. Uh, maybe they want to do a podcast, and so they have an opportunity to join uh, uh, that organization. Um, maybe they're aspiring for an academic standard, so they look for an academic uh, honor society to kind of strive for, set it as a goal. Uh, Greek life um, it was very, very powerful and impactful for me in a positive way. Um, but I would say uh, in today's world, uh, and, and both of you know this as, as academic advisors, uh, post-COVID, uh, human beings are struggling. And uh, we have a generation of people, of moms and dads and sons and daughters that have experienced something that is pretty profound. And we have young people uh, and, and middle-aged people, returning students, all people coming back to this very social, uh, interactive experience, and they're struggling. And organizations uh, and, and, and activities and involvement is a tremendous way to kind of gain that skill set back and to uh, do something that whatever you put into it, it's absolutely going to get back to you. That was a great answer besides make new friends. <laughs> you know, all of the typical things that you hear on those ads, like get involved, make new friends. They will not make new friends. Uh, they, they will not. Uh, uh, research uh, that continues to come out post-pandemic, pre-pandemic, during the pandemic, post-pandemic, it just got worse. Uh, we thought that putting a bunch of people together in a room, somehow magically they will find each other. And, and they are more involved with their phones. They're more isolated and they're less socially able. They don't have that gift of gab. And they uh, are connected uh, remotely and with a different tribe. And then when they come in with the new tribe that they're trying to form in, in this first year as a freshman, uh, they just don't have the skill set to do it. 
And so the obligation comes back to us uh, to provide those opportunities. So we, we, we simply cannot just put them in a room or have them go someplace and think organically it's going to happen. It's just less likely now than it was even in our time. Right. I would say, Herschel, even before the pandemic, you were like a pretty, well, you have intellection as your number one strength. Like you're really good at, you know, thinking by yourself and being okay with being by yourself. Even as an extrovert for me, since COVID, I find it harder even as an extrovert to go just talk to someone randomly. And I was like a weirdo before the pandemic. And so <laughs> like, it's harder and harder, um, for students. I believe the longer that they, we were in isolation or just with our families or just sitting in our rooms on our phone. Tech technology has, uh, made us more connected and more alone. Uh, and, and it is, it is real. Um, our numbers in counseling uh, are, are through the roof. Our students at this point reaching a, a, a point of no return um, emotionally, uh, psychologically. Uh, it, it's coming up. We get the bit reports every day um, uh, coming through. And so if a student has a support system, if a student has a, a, a band, they have a group, they have someone that's looking out for them, they have these opportunities to share it, it provides this energy that we're just missing uh, alone. And so those students that come and end up in their room alone or they end up on their phone or they end up in, in some sort of community like that that isn't here, we lose them at WT and they don't get that full experience. And so it's so crucial early on to have them have that experience and to form it and then the power of it grows. So you mentioned Greek life a second ago. Absolutely. Um, so what would you say for those when pursuing Greek life when people say that they are paying for their friends? Yeah. Um, well, let's let's go back first. Uh, uh, West Texas A&M has an outstanding and rich uh, Greek life history, right? Our first Greeks uh, show up here in the, in the 50s. And so um, Greek life has, has had a prominent place. Um, uh, some of our most... Uh, uh, per, uh, uh, Outstanding alums, uh, um, Mr. Rogers uh, of uh, the Dyke and Terry Rogers, uh, Rogers Lead, um, is a member of Greek. You will find that a lot of our uh, outstanding alumnus um, uh, were members of fraternities and sororities. And so um, it's it's a tried and true. Um, I believe our colleague outside of the booth uh, is is a proud uh, Greek uh, brother as well. And so the, the idea that you're paying for your friends is... Uh, um, it's kind of blase, blase. That that that's uh, uh, not inherently real. Uh, Greek life uh, is a uh, opportunity to interact um, with a, a group of people for for a short time in your life, and then to carry on that brotherhood or sisterhood for the rest of your life. And so, um, when I moved here, uh, one of my uh, fraternity brothers, um, I had some questions because we had sold the house, and I'd never uh, sold a house before. I didn't know what to do, and you you, you don't you don't want to Google like what do I do? And so I I called uh, I called my fraternity brother, and, uh, and so I I know that that relationship is there for me, and and I'm an old man now, and so uh, my my dealt days were uh, in the '90s, and so. Uh, uh, the, the Greek men and women I've met here at WT are outstanding. Uh, their grades are better than our average student grades. Their retention rates are higher than our average students have opportunity for alumni network. Um, I can go on and on. So what advice do you have for, um, students who Candace mentioned introverted, extroverted mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the more introverted students that it's not easy. 
Absolutely. And then, and then sometimes they may venture out bravely to, to go to an organization and maybe it doesn't go well. Maybe they, they feel invisible. Absolutely. Uh, what advice do you have for them? Wow. I mean, that, that's, uh, that, that's absolutely, uh, uh, that's a great question. Um, we, on, on the student affairs side, have an obligation to serve everyone. So we have an obligation to be mindful of that and to provide those opportunities for all kinds of students. And so um, we have to uh, keep a lookout for those students through orientation, through buff branding, through their academic advising, and to reinforce those opportunities where we think that we can make that connection. Um, if it's a religious affiliation um, where there's that opportunity, maybe it's a, a love for a particular author or um, a hobby, um, and and to for us as professionals and then for those uh, uh, older students that uh, are involved in it, to, to each one take care of one and to look out for each other. Um, even more and more important. Uh, where can students find a list of, of all the sure. organizations? Everything is uh, on the OSO website. Um, it's it's very uh, easy to get to. Um, I've I've just gone to the homepage and Google student orgs and gotten there, uh, gone to uh, leadership and gotten there. So they've done a really good job of uh, putting that there. And again, post COVID, we we had all this stuff, and then sometimes those lists get kind of long in the tooth, and then they all kind of wash out. And so I I feel like we have actually more than than is on that list. And so that'd be a big push this summer to come back um, and to make sure we had those relationships because uh, we may have students that are in the accounting society uh, or that are accounting majors and are looking for that honor society and don't see it. But that professor may still have that relationship. We've just lost it on our side. So if a student looked at this list and there wasn't an org that fulfilled their needs, Absolutely. what would you do? Sure. Uh, uh, there uh, is information on uh, that particular website uh, with the contact. And so I've, I've always joked about a cat, kite flying club. Um, and, I mean, if you ever want to find a, a place to fly a damn kite, Amarillo, <laughs> uh, uh, you, you could fly a pinto. You could tie a rope to a horse and it'll fly. <laughs> so uh, so if you jumped on there, I've actually been thinking about building a box kite uh, because it, it would it would literally fly here. And so uh, if you got there and you saw that there was something, uh, uh, model cars or whatever it was, then uh, it is super easy to form an interest group. And uh, to put it out there, and then to uh, when when you have a student organization, you have all rights and privileges. So you have the right to petition for funds to get started, to do an event, to um, uh, host an event, have a guest speaker, to uh, uh, have a faculty advisor, all those things. And so um, we love that. That that's that's how they they're always growing and dying. You're always having passionate students come in and shoulder a load for a time, and then they they graduate out. And so you can help students if they don't have a clue how to start something. Absolutely, uh, ab- absolutely, and and, uh, and and I'm really glad you bring that up because it is we we need to get back to that. Um, we we need to get back to that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, we need to get back to uh, um, reaching out and, and thinking about how we can impact other people through service. And organizations are a great way. So as a segue to our next topic, we're going to talk about the best coffee in Canyon. You want to start, Herschel? Dodge this one a bit. Uh, the best <laughs> coffee is an Amarillo one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At Roasters uh, is, is my preferred place. Canyon, I kind of did a love with Starbucks. Okay. 
What about you, Dr. Thomas? I'm a Keurig cup man. Uh, so, uh, Oh, me too. It's going all the time. I, uh, when I got here, um, I moved here a month before my wife and daughter joined me, and uh, so I was picking up stuff at the uh, Walmart, getting supplies, and uh, I bought a box of Folgers uh, Keurig cups. It's disgusting. And so I can tell you that the worst coffee, <laughs> the worst cup of coffee I've had was a Folgers Keurig cup. But I do like the, uh, oh, it's a donut shop. It's red and... Uh, um, the donut place? No, 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 uh, no. It's it's a Keurig cup. It's a uh, oh. donut stop. No, uh, um. what, what's the one where the hot light comes on and it's hot and fresh? Krispy uh, uh, Kreme. Uh, the, the, there's a that was wasn't something that we had at the house. So the the Krispy Kreme straight black Keurig cup is a it's a good cup. Black of coffee. rifle coffee is not bad. You have to order it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go with Palace. They are not a sponsor for this show, but I will continuously talk about them and their blue bonnet. I'm pretty sure that they brought it back because of me, because it was a cause month drink. (laughs) Nobody believes this, but I asked like six times for it. And they were like, no, nope, that was our cause asking? drink. That, yes, that is what persistence will get you. Entrepreneurial spirit right there. <laughs> so palace. Thank you to the Department of Communication at West Texas A&M University. Don't forget to reach out to us on our social medias with questions or topics you would like to explore. Follow us at WTANU Advising Services on Facebook and at WT Advising Services on Instagram. Okay, so to go on to our next topic, that would be university-sponsored events. So um, we have a lot of students that come in our office. One of the questions that we ask if they are struggling is, are you involved? What are you doing? And what events are you going to? And a lot of students claim that they have never been to an event. So what would you tell a student that has never been to an event? Well, um we, we have an opportunity um, in orientation and in buff branding uh, to really uh, reinforce to students why that's so important. Um, I think the Olsa uh, office does a great job. I saw another one of their events coming out today. Um, I've seen the, the things that they posted. <clears throat> and so um, part of the part of the challenge is trying to put together this buffet style of events so that we can reach, because some people are here during the day, some people are here at night, some people are here on the weekends, some people can do stuff, some people can't. And so I, I think our obligation is to make sure we're putting out a good spread uh, and depth of breath to, to try to reach lots of students. Um, but the other part of that is uh, um, it's a two-way street. And so if if you park the car, you come, you go to class, you immediately walk out and you go back home you're, you're going to miss out on so much that the institution has to offer. And I understand the students that have to work. Um, I, I understand uh, parents and all these kinds of things. Part of the obligation of, of coming to, uh, to any institution of higher education is that outside experience. Those are the relationships. Those are the internships. Those are the professional experiences. Those are the things that you're going to write about and, and talk about in those job interviews. Um, so it's, it's, it's not about balloons and pizzas and, and, and fun and all those kinds of things. That's a part of it, uh, but that's a part of life. There's a lot more to it. So you would tell them those things. What other benefits can you see coming from students going to events? Well, uh, you paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you. Uh, uh, um, <clears throat> number one, 
the, the calendar is pretty aggressive. It's out there. If there's something that you think may pique your interest, if you have a, an affinity for something, then note that it's there and try to get to it. I mean, that it's it's a it's a perk of, of being a student. Um, number two, if you're looking for something and you don't see it, then go to the office and ask him about it. Maybe there's a uh, um, maybe there's an opportunity, or, or maybe there's a a, a voice uh, that comes up and it says, "Hey, this is what students want." Um, we we were doing uh, a lot of the bringing in the uh, therapy animals that they would carry through the hospital and those kinds of things. And, and uh, I've seen those on campuses during uh, finals week and whatnot. And I, I'm I'm not sure if we did it here. I came in such an odd time, um, but that was something that we that we did uh, through one person's relationship. And the students loved it so much that we just we brought it back, and the animals love it, and the students love it. It's it's the best pictures, and uh, they just really enjoy it. So I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen um, uh, for for events. So all kinds of opportunities. Absolutely, Herschel. Can you think of any other benefits that would you know just talking to students through the academic side mainly? We do get to talk to them about the benefits of going to events. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think just it's it's one more opportunity to to make you know a lot of meeting people is, mm-hmm. is happenstance. You just happen to sit next to somebody and and strike up a conversation. So it's it's one more place that can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes I think there may be an assumption that events are going to be more boring than they in fact are, uh, just because it seems like this is going to be some educational thing that's just boring or. And, um, and that's a, t- I imagine that's a tough thing to, to try to persuade students that this event is worth going to. It, it, our um, time is so precious. And if we, uh, if we wait too long in that relationship and we're not showing them the value, it makes it really hard to convince somebody in October or November that now's the time to try to get to it. Yeah. And so it, it's, it's much easier. We have that little window to try to get them. Uh, uh, in and, and stepped it off on the right foot. That was interesting to hear. It sounds like they're, uh, you know, if students don't see events that, that are of particular interest to them, they're, they can, I guess there's some way to, to petition. Absolutely. Or, um, a- absolutely. Gen up support for something. Absolutely. Our responsibility is to the students. Um, our responsibility is to the students and, and our, our commitment is to hear them um, and to meet them where they are and uh, to, to put it together for them to make it the very best. Have we had some events in the last year or so that uh, were surprising successes or that were kind of disappointing? I would, I would be speaking out of, uh, out of hand. Um, maybe Candace can, can answer that. I, uh, I came at the beginning of December, and so I came at kind of an Not odd time. time to tell. Um, I, I understand that the uh, – I can tell you something that was very successful was the uh, supply bingo. Um, which I've seen that before where students really like to win the bingo and then choose the supply or choose what it is off the, off the table. Um, it gets highly competitive. Mm-hmm. So I went to the Steve from blues clues event Oh yeah, and there were a ton of people, really? a ton of people dressed up like Steve and blue. It was kind of crazy to see students that involved in something like that, but really it was catering to them because I was kind of the, first, you know, tapering off Mm -hmm. when Blue's Clues started, I was starting to not watch kids shows anymore, but I still remember Steve and like, I was very excited, but you know, there, there are a lot of studies that show that Blue's Clues was one of the most effective shows for learning of Mm -hmm. all time because it was just simple. And so these kids have these 
almost um, re- like the relationship, like they actually know Steve. Sure. And so when he shows up on campus, like 400 students all of a sudden just come out of the woodworks to go see him. And that was very fun. One of the benefits that I was thinking about for students is when they actually get to help plan the events. Absolutely. And so we have a lot of students who th- either through their departments or working for OCEL mm-hmm. or working for us in advising or any department that puts on some sort of event, um, they get you know, the experience of booking a room or they get the experience of working with professors or working with other professionals like those students that got to work with Steve when he came, like they got, you know, VIP access to him and they got to ask him all sorts of questions and take pictures and hang out with him and have dinner with him. And so I think that that is an underrated part of student, um, events is the experience that students gain and that can eventually probably even use on a resume. Oh, absolutely. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to have that ability. Look, if, if, if we're all uh, accountants and we've all got our accounting degree and we're applying for a job to be accountants. All right. Do you have a degree? Yes. That's step one. All right. Now what? So if I'm saying, okay, well, I was a member of the accounting club and we uh, uh, did this and we brought these people in. I uh, managed an event and we had a budget and I put it through. And so all of a sudden I am able to differentiate myself. When a college graduate is applying for a job, everybody has a degree. So there's step one. So what, what's the extra thing with the other pieces that you're going to bring into that conversation? Absolutely. So as far as you know, students looking for events, we of course have the, you know, the calendar of events that's on the website. Yep. All the stuff on social media. Yes. I was going to say social media, following OCEL, following different departments is pretty important. Um, just because uh, Evelyn in our office does a great job. Um, uh, she and her team do a lot of, uh, uh, really cute stuff. I think they have a picture of me getting hit in the face with the (laughs) pot from yesterday. That what kind of pie was it? That's what I'm most curious about. <laughs> it was a uh, uh, it, it was uh, a paper plate filled with a very cheap shaving cream. Oh no! Uh, so it didn't, didn't even get in your eye. Uh, yes, it, it absolutely got my eyes. And my wife's like, "Good God, what happened to you?" And so uh, I had a very long day yesterday. <laughs> they hit me at work when no one was watching. Oh, and you didn't even get the video. No, I had the full. I had to trash bag them over my dress shirt and a. Uh, shower cap, the whole thing. <laughs> and and Tucker took his time, so it was pretty slow and uh, uh, smashing that against my face. So, <laughs> But it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's out there. Frank, do but you those, those, uh, uh, those women in Kymega are, are raising um, money for their uh, philanthropy, and so it's, it's uh, outstanding. I was really uh, honored that they would ask me to, to do it, and so... I think that's another thing that students don't realize, too, is that a lot of the events we do for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time, our students on campus are very generous of Connected their to time a larger and cause. money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So from here, um, we want to thank you for coming in Just and visiting you. with us today. And um, I always uh, enjoy our conversations on this show. And I hope that students find something valuable about them. Any parting words? Go Buffs. Go Buffs. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
Thanks, everyone. Thank you to the Department of Communication at West Texas A&M University. Don't forget to reach out to us on our social medias with questions or topics you'd like to explore. Follow us at WT Advising Services on Instagram and WTAMU Advising Services on Facebook. Thanks for listening to Advisors Ask. Make sure to follow us on our social media. Tune in for more podcasts.